0: close association between faith and joy. And I'm talking about faith in the Lord and the joy of the Lord, in Jesus' name. I believe sometimes the two can work hand in hand. Amen. That doesn't mean that you don't have problems, that you don't have situations. Believe me, they'll be waiting for you when you get home. Okay? Right now, we got a few minutes that we can give God the praise and the glory. And I believe we need to take advantage of that in the name of Jesus. God, the very direct correlation in that prophecy that was in the book of Psalms that that was to be, this is the day the Lord hath made, had to do with Jesus coming into Jerusalem right prior to his crucifixion. And what that meant was the salvation of the Lord has come. Praise God. And so, anything else, you know, is kinda secondary as far as I'm concerned. This is a day where people can get saved. This is a day when people can be delivered. This is a day, praise God, where needs can be met in the name of Jesus. Now again, if you have needs right now, I want you to be very bold and very specific. Just lift those hands in faith right now and present those things to the Lord. Right now, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, come on, our God is able to do exceeding, abundant, above all, that we ask or think. Come on, right now, He is in your corner. Right now, He is in your way, in Jesus' name. God wants to do something spectacular in your life. He wants to show Himself mighty in the name of Jesus because we serve a mighty God. Hallelujah! Come on, let's take advantage of it, praise God. No matter what it is, doesn't matter how long it's been going on, our God is here this morning to do special things, miracles in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord God, I take authority over disease and sickness right now. Lord God, you are the author and the finisher of our faith so we can have confidence in this right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, put a hedge around. Put a hedge around this church right now in the name of Jesus. Let us have faith. Let us have, oh Lord Jesus, confidence in what you are doing, how you do it, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you for it. I give you the praise in the name of Jesus. Yes. Oh yes. yes! Yes! Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh yes! In Jesus' name, praise God. He is able to do these kinds of things in Jesus' name. You can be seated. Praise God. Amen. I am, um, I am so glad. I, I read this uh, article here not too long ago, and I thought it would be interesting to present it to you. It was back in 1989, and I know some of you might not remember this or not, but in October there was a book that came out, and this guy had been writing on this subject for a long time. He had been, um, um, I guess, maybe even trying to get published. But one of his works ended up in a backpack, I think is how the story goes, of a kindergartner. And that kindergartner came home one day with this, this, this story, or I guess this saying, on the back of his backpack. And his mother picked it up and began to read it, and said, my goodness, this is very, very, very good. And by the way, she happened to be someone in the publishing business in that city. And so, she was very influential. And so, what she did was she took this, this story and contacted the man who had written it. And it um, and, uh, wasn't a very short time later, there was a book that came out of this. And I think, to this date, there's several books that have kind of come from this. And many of you might recognize this, but the man's name was Robert uh, Fulgham, I believe is how you pronounce that. And he wrote the book, All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergartens. Anybody ever remember that book? I do. I vaguely remember it, and it really had some tremendous um, um, uh, simplicity to it. And this morning, I, I'm hoping that this will fit right into what I'm trying to get across to you this morning. Praise God! Is that you know really you know the Lord our God has taken complicated things in this world. I mean, if anybody could give us quotations and 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 uh, and and formulas and things like that, that would just absolutely boggle the mind our almighty god he could do that but he chose not to do that praise god he chose to come in 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 a lot of ways in simplicity amen and i believe a lot of times what we need to learn to do is just get back to basics that living for god is just doing some things that 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 you know how to do i know how to do and we just keep doing them in jesus name praise god let me give you some 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 insights from this man's book and maybe this is something you learned in kindergarten amen can anybody remember when you were in kindergarten i'm talking about things like share everything wasn't that what you were taught in kindergarten he talked about things like playing fair wow profound right well we learned this stuff when we went to school didn't we another one he says don't hit people yeah Yeah. that one works a lot doesn't it yeah, you hit somebody, sometimes they're going to hit you back, aren't they? Now, this is all out of this book. All I really need to know is what I learned in kindergarten. And I don't know, you know, uh, you know sometimes particularly what the God school is all about. I do know that we are in God school. I know that. Amen. When you come to the Lord, you don't know everything any more than I know everything, praise God. But he does. And so God is in a process of, of consistently teaching us teaching us things. Praise God. And most of those things, um, you know, initially are just very simple things. Things that could really, really help us on a regular basis. Praise God. Do you want to hear some more? Yeah. Let me, let me give you this. You know, one of the um, profound wisdoms that he learned in kindergarten was clean up your own mess. How many moms would like that to be, uh, yeah, probably dad's too. Here's one that I, um, I, 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 I thought of, you know, and that is the fact that, you know, put things back where you found them. Yeah. Now these, again, are all just simple simple things. You and I have heard them for years, praise God. And when it comes, back, comes to the things of God, it's the same way. God is going to give you very, very simple principles, praise God, in which to live by. Now, understandably, the principles of God can cover a whole lot of... Uh, a whole lot of space. They really can. You know, thousands of things sometimes can, can develop out of just one principle of living for God. Amen. But the bottom line is they start off simple. This is what it is. We sometimes are the ones that bring complication to the, to the mess. And so what God wants to do here this morning is he wants to assure you, praise God, that you can get this there's things in this life about the Lord that you, you can get, praise God, that God wants to help you to get in Jesus' name. And so we can, you know, we can learn from a book like this. Amen. I don't know if you're in kindergarten right now for the Lord, or maybe you're in the the grade schools, or maybe you're in high school right now. Praise God. But I'm here to tell you, praise God, I think this morning it's time to get back to basics. I think it's time to to recognize the simple things of God again that He has put into our lives and reaffirm them in our lives in the name of Jesus. Come on, can you lift up your hands right now and ask the Lord to, to take you back to the simplicity of who He is, who you are, what He represents in your life right now? Come on, I'm telling you right now, there's nobody like our God. There is nobody like our God. Praise God. Come on, He can do anything, everything, praise God. He can uncomplicate things. And I believe that's one of the things that is going to happen here this morning, praise God. Your life might have taken on some kind of a a complicated situation, but, but Jesus is able to come into the midst right now and just untangle some things and help you to understand, praise God, that the simplicity of the Gospel message of the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is something that you can add to your life through repentance, baptism in Jesus name and the infilling of the holy ghost it's made available praise god god is here for you in the name of jesus and i rejoice in it come on this is the day the lord hath made this is why we can celebrate this is why we can have we can be enthusiastic about almighty god in the name of jesus Into to his name in Jesus' name. Praise God. Yes, we're living in times that are challenging us. But our God is there. He's on the throne. He's the one that's doing great things amongst us in Jesus' name. I recall the scripture, I believe it's in Isaiah in chapter number 6, that Isaiah brought out the, the time that a king had died. He said, in the day that Uzziah died, he said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. Praise God. We always look at death sometimes as something tragic. But sometimes, praise God, it's the time when God can reveal some things to us in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, Almighty God is high and lifted up, praise God. His train fills the temple, praise God. If you and I will give simple honor unto Him, the Bible says if we draw nigh unto Him, He will draw nigh unto us. Come on, that's very simple, praise God. That tells me that if I lift up the Lord, I'm going to tell you something, He will draw close to me right now and I'm telling you, that's what we we need from the Lord. We need Him to be close. We don't need some faraway relationship. We don't need some distant relationship. We need a closeness that God has for us. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And so these simple truths, again, can come into our lives in Jesus' name. Let me show you a a very simple portion of truth. The book of Deuteronomy in the Old Testament is sometimes referred to, you know, as um, uh, Moses' farewell statement, that type of thing. But really what it is, is it's kind of a summation of what had happened for about 40 years. Amen. You must understand, you know, God came in, uh, uh, you know, came into the land, praise God. He was always there. He Used Moses as a vehicle, as a spokesman, and he delivered the nation of Israel millions of them. He delivered them, praise God, from the, the hard tyranny of a of, a, of a, an Egyptian pharaoh, praise God. Most of you are familiar with those stories, and they're good stories to get familiar with. They really are, praise God. God did many miracles, praise God. How would you like to bend there that morning when you woke up, praise God, and the man of God said, just stand still and you're going to see the salvation of the Lord, and all of a sudden you begin to see that sea that's out before you, that endless water, praise God, all of a sudden, on both ends, praise God, it begins to, to shore up, praise God, and, and sure as you can see it, it, as simple as it is, you can see a pathway go right down the middle of that, in Jesus' name. Wouldn't that have been something? Praise God. How about when you needed water, when you were famished, praise God, and you're in a desert, praise God, and nobody thought to bring any with them? But our almighty God had a plan. And he told Moses, he said, you go walk over to that rock and you speak to that rock. And when Moses spoke to that rock, it began like a gushing, just a gushing that came out of that rock, praise God. I'm telling you folks, these are unmistakable miracles that God did for the children of Israel. Amen. And I believe that, that he is the same today and forever, praise God. I believe there, the Almighty God still does miracles like that in our lives, in Jesus' name. And so we must understand that the simple aspect of God is that he can do these things. And he doesn't do these things because we deserve them. He does them because he loves us, in Jesus' name. And so, the book of Deuteronomy, you know, all 34 chapters of it, is kind of a summation. Moses, for an act of disobedience, wasn't allowed to go with them into the promised land. And so, he wrote them a book, you know, reassuring them the things that God wanted to do for them. And it's a powerful book, it really is. But I want to take a portion out of this book because of the theme of what we're dealing with here this morning, simplicity. That there is just some things that we just, after we've done it for a while, we got to go back to the simplicity of what God wants us to do. Listen to Deuteronomy chapter number 30 and look at number, verse number 19. 30 and 19, Deuteronomy. This is Moses again. You know, he says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. That I, it says, have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Now, just in the simplicity of that, that's what God is asking you to consider. Amen. When you begin to live the way God wants you to live, when you begin to acclimate his word into your life, what you are really doing in simplicity is choosing life. Amen. Choosing life. Jesus, to illustrate this, and I'm going to come back to this here in just a second. But Jesus, to illustrate this, when he was teaching, one night there was a man that came to him that was a religious leader. His name was Nicodemus. And Nicodemus had heard of the, um, you know, of what Jesus had been doing and that type of thing. And so he had some questions on his own, praise God, that he wanted to bring to our almighty God in flesh, praise God. And so one of the things that Nicodemus stipulated or stated to Jesus was, man, we can't deny that thou art from God because of the things that you have done. Nobody could do these things but God himself, you know. And so he was reaffirming, praise God, that we we know you're from God. Well, Jesus, instead of addressing what he had done, he was, and this is how God works sometimes, instead of addressing what he's done, sometimes he wants to address what he wants to do. And that's what he did with Nicodemus. He told Nicodemus, he said, you must be born again. How many have ever heard of that simple term? Amen. That's talking about life. Born again, praise God. And of course, Nicodemus, like us, You know, he says, what does this mean? The only birth that I know is the natural birth. Do I enter again the second time into my mother's womb? And I don't think he was being smart. He was just saying, listen, I don't get it. And Jesus, again, because he wants us to get it. There are simple truths here this morning, my friend, that God wants you to get. He doesn't want you confused about life. He doesn't want you walking down there saying, I wonder what God really wants me to do. I wonder where God wants me to go. I wonder how God wants me to live. Come on, folks. These are questions that God wants to answer for you. And what you can do is you can do just like Deuteronomy. You can choose. God isn't going to take your choice away from you. He's not going to come down here, you know, and demand that you do these things. What God is going to do is just declare or he's going to present them to you. And then the choice is up to you. But I believe sometimes the choice is very simple. Come on, somebody came to you and said, would you like to die today or would you like to live? Come on, folks. I know that's pretty abrupt, but my goodness, the choice would be pretty simple, wouldn't it? Come on, I want to live. If somebody came to you today and said, listen, would you like to spend eternity in heaven where there's happiness and there's joy and there's all kinds of good things happening every day, praise God, or would you like to go to hell and be eternally separated from God? Come on, come on. A person wouldn't be in their right mind if they would choose hell. Come on, this is what I'm talking about, the simplicity of what God wants to do in our lives. But make no mistake about it, God isn't going to choose for you. He's just going to present it to you. He's just going to say, what do you want to do, praise God. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, it comes down to the simple principles of life, praise God. I'm going to, here in just a few minutes, I'm going to present three words to you that you're going to need to think about today. Amen. And these three words can do more for you than 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 a whole lot of other things. Praise God. Yeah, I kind of got your curiosity, don't? Amen. I'm going to give you three words. Praise God that are going to help you. Praise God when it comes to the simple truths of God. But listen to Deuteronomy chapter thirty and verse twenty. It says Moses is saying, "Choose," and then he says that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life. I'm here to tell you, if you're going to choose life, which I hope that you do, you're going to have to choose him, because he's the only one that has true life. He's the only one that has true eternal life, friend. Amen. And that's not some threat. Again, that is a choice, praise God. And the length of days that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give to them. See, many of the things in life, praise God, are gifts that God gives to us. Amen. That's what he does. And gifts are given from somebody who a lot of... And, and they, they don't have any alternative motive. He's not trying to get on your good side. I'm gonna tell you something, what God is trying to help you to understand is what He can do, what He means in your life. And so the simple truths that God has for us, praise God, are, are, are very evident every day all around us, amen. All we need to do is to begin to seek, amen. That's one of the things that Jesus taught, you know, right off the bat when He was teaching His disciples. He said, you know, you need to learn to ask, and you'll, you shall receive. You need to learn how to seek, and you're going to find. You need to learn how to be persistent and knock. And the doors are going to become open unto you. And I believe there's people here today, praise God, that, that you're choosing life. You want God to really come into your into your personal life and bring something that's that's going to be that's going to dwell into eternity in Jesus' name. I'm going to tell you something. Why don't you lift lift up your hands right now? And why don't you ask Him now? Come on, let's let's not go any further. If you want life, you ask God. Ask God right now, mm, in the name of Jesus. Mm. come on I'm telling you he hears you he does he hears you right now oh hallelujah come on can you feel him drawing near to you right now I do too I believe the Lord. He's not angry. He's not ticked off. He's not got some vendetta he's trying to get. He's trying to come close to you. He wants to show you just what real life is. come on. I'm telling you right here. Oh, hallelujah. It's like a fountain. It's like a river. Praise God. I'm telling you right now, God is in this place right now. That's it. Come on. Come on. Isn't that simple? Come on. Isn't that simple? All we have to do is ask. Come on, we didn't have to demand Him. We didn't have to prove how great we were. All we had to do is ask. Come on, that is a simple principle, folks. That's what God is trying to help us to understand here today. Amen. The simplicity of serving Him. Oh, yes. Come on. I'm telling you right now, our God, is he's a savior. Come on. Doesn't that simple, that simple demonstration, doesn't that just kind of lead you to just give him praise, to give him glory, to lift him up? Come on. It should. Come on. Serving God is not some burden. It's a great thing. Come on. Why don't we lift him up? Why don't we give him praise? An almighty God just with a simple request like that come on he comes through like this and somebody might say well this is just an emotional high well it could start out that way but it could end up being something that is sustainable something praise God that comes into your life and is there every time you begin to ask I'm telling you right now our God is, is an awesome God he is just an awesome God But that awesome God who could complicate everything in the universe has come down to reach mankind and has brought down simple truths, simple things, praise God, that will work, praise God, in the name of Jesus. And so Moses, praise God, he was giving those people simple truths. Come on, no matter what you do when you go into the land, learn to love God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Oh, learn to love Him. Learn to express yourself to Him. Praise God. That's not some religion. That's called relationship. That's what we do. Our God is building a simple relationship with us. Amen. And He knows how to love much. That's what the word agape means. In in, in you know in, in part of its interpretation, is it means much love. And God has a lot, folks. He has a lot and he makes his love available to every person. Amen. All you have to do is ask. Amen. That's all you have to do is come before the Lord, praise God, with that simple idea that God, this is, I, I, I need something from you. I want something from you, praise God. And God will do that. That's what he'll do every time, sir. That's what he wants to do. He wants to develop that relationship with you every day. Now, that doesn't mean that all of the situations that are going on here in life are going to go away. It just simply means, praise God, that you and I, we can live above those things. Amen. The book of Ephesians uses the term in heavenly places. And of course, we think of heavenly places as when we die. We go to heaven. We go to, you know, uh, um, you know to New Jerusalem. We go to um, paradise. You know, whatever you know, kind of adjectives we have to describe it, praise God. But listen to me, folks. One of the things that God has helped me to learn over these years is that we can go to heavenly places down here. Come on, we can get get filled with God's Spirit. And praise God, God can put us in heavenly places right here on this earth. And this is not some fairy tale, folks. This is how it works. But you and I must understand it comes through the idea or the principle of just simple truths. Believe in God. Amen. Hallelujah. Simple truths that when you turn that stove on and that water gets to 212 degrees, guess what? It's going to boil. Then on a cold winter day, you get out there and it gets below, you know, 32 degrees, water's going to freeze. Those are simple truths. They don't change. And that's the neat thing about the Lord, is that God has established himself in this earth upon simple truths that will never, ever change. Amen. God's going to help you to understand that this morning. I believe that. I believe the Spirit of the Lord is here, praise God. The anointing of the Lord. One of the words that describes anointing in the New Testament is furnishings. That God has furnished things right here. He brought them with him in his presence. That's the way it works. And so you're in the right place, praise God. You can come back. You can get more. When you get drained, you can come back. You can make that choice. You can choose life every day. And then what you can do is start building your life upon these things. I'm not going to get too far away from that principle. I'm not going to wander off and be miles away from that thing. I'm going to stay close to those simple principles. I'm going to reassure myself every day, praise God, that my God is there in Jesus' name. And so the children of Israel were given the permission to go into the promised land. And it was a man named Joshua. Remember him? He was the guy that was Moses' assistant for 40 years. Amen. Sometimes we get thinking, when am I going to be the boss? Well, don't get too big of a hurry. Amen. I long for the days that I wasn't. Amen. Best days of my ministry was when I was an assistant pastor. Man, I had it made. Anybody asked me a question that was too hard, I'd say, go ask the pastor. Yeah. Somebody come to me with something controversial, man, and need some answers, i say, you just go ask the pastor. Amen. So I had it made, praise God. But, oh, Joshua, his day was coming, and rightly so. And so Joshua was the one that was, that was determined by God to lead them into the promised land. And what you see in that book, the book of Joshua is the fact that they, they, they were conquests or there were, there were things that they had to overcome, people and situations. And, Moses, or, and Joshua was the one that led them through that. But I want to take you to something because I promised you three words. Three words, you remember that? And I'm going to start you off. I'm going to give you three words, and, and you can find this in a lot of different Scripture, and I'm just going to give you a few of them. You go home and start digging them out, and you start realizing how many times it's said in the Scripture. But go with me to the, to the 24th chapter of the book of Joshua, the last chapter. And, of course, this is years later. This is where God have, has proved himself over and over and over again. And I'm going to tell you something. Our God is the same like he was back then. He proves himself to you whether you want want him to or not. Amen. But there comes a time, praise God, where we're going to have to choose some things. And we're going to have to make this be our idea. Amen. And I I just feel led to say this. There's a a couple, three of you in here that what you're doing literally is just going from crisis to crisis. That's all you're doing. And I'm not, I don't even know who you are. If I did, I would would have, I'd look you right in the eye. But that's all you're doing is going from crisis to crisis it just seems like you know you come to a place like this the house of the living god after maybe the bottom has fallen out and then you go out and you live knowing what god can do but but you know you just want to do things your way and that kind of thing and 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 it just kind of becomes a cycle and all of a sudden because if you're left in charge it's going to be just like if i'm left in charge it's not an, it's not an um, the, it isn't an idea of if. It's just when. When is it going to fall apart? And I'm not trying to put you down. I'm really, really with the help of the Lord trying to reach you. God knows who you are. And he's not holding that against you. But let me ask you, how's that working for you? Are you getting a little tired of that? I hope so. I really do. I hope you're getting sick and tired of it. And you want something that's a little more stable. You want something that's going to give you a little more of a firm foundation. Well, listen to me. you come to the right place. You've come to the house of God. This is where the Spirit of the Lord can become upon you. And things can begin to turn around. I'm telling you, that's what God wants to do. Come on. My goodness. That's what God wants to do. Amen. And so in the book of Joshua, that's what you find. You find that there were a lot of these people that saw the, the power of God. How would you like to walk up to a, to a walled city? I'm talking about a fortified city that there was no way there was any army could penetrate that very easily. But here's the man of God who's listening to the man of God. And he gets the marching orders. And the, and the Lord tells him, we're going to do this a little bit different this time, Joshua. What I want you to do is march around the city. March around that city for six days. And then what I want you to do is march around on on the seventh day seven times. Everybody say seven. That's a number of completion in the Bible a lot of times. Seven, praise God. And so that seventh day, they marched around it, and then they were given the orders because God wants you and I involved. He doesn't want us just to be spectators. He wants us to look at this thing and do something about it in Jesus' name. And he said, he said, we're going to blow those trumpets. We're going to blow those trumpets all at once. And then I want everybody that's in this thing, I want you to begin to shout for the shout of the Lord for victory in Jesus' name. And I'm going to tell you something that day, those walls came down. They didn't come tumbling down. They came flat down. You want to know why? Because there were no obstacles for them to go in and Conquer that city I'm telling you God is a thorough God Now I'm going to tell you something right now There's some of you right now you got some walls In your life and God is saying I want to take those walls down I want, you to, I want you to be free I want you to choose life Come on you know what I'm talking about Come on let's give it to the Lord right now Oh yes Right now Come on, those walls can come down. Amen. Amen. Come on, we sang that chorus this morning. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victor. Come on, put a little swagger in it. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, demons will have to flee. Now just tell me, tell me who can stand before us when we call upon him. How simple is that? In the name of Jesus, Jesus. Come on, In you? Come on, it's in the name. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Yes, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Demons will have to flee. Just tell me who can stand before us when we call upon his great name. It's in the name of Jesus, Jesus. We have the... Come on, why don't we call upon the Lord? That's simple. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. It's simple. That's what I'm trying to get across to you. Kindergartners can get this stuff. Come on, and I'm not denigrating or putting anybody down. I'm just telling you this is simple stuff. This is not meant to be complicated. It's meant to be used. This is what God wants to help you to understand is that you can start building your life, choosing life upon a platform like this where the Lord, he is my God. The Lord, he is the central figure in my life. I am not going to bypass him anymore. I'm going to let him in. I'm going to do what he wants me to do. And I'm going to tell you something, folks, you're going to find life like you've never found it before. And so in the book of Joshua, that's what happened. I'm telling you, God in, 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 in insurmountable ways would come and he would, he would do things for them, defeat armies and that type of thing. I'm telling you, our God is able to do that. Now, a lot of what was done in the Old Testament physically is meant to be done in the spiritual realm in the New Testament. That's why we need, we need, we need God's Spirit. It's not by power, not by might. You know, Zechariah prophesied this hundreds of years before it happened. He said, it's going to be by my spirit, saith the Lord. God's spirit is what makes the difference. And so hopefully some of you are going to begin to choose that life in Jesus' name. And so Joshua, you know, he's getting old too, you know. Age goes on. I mean, life goes on. That's just how it works. And so there comes a time when Joshua knows he's going to have to, he's going to, have to pass the, the, the baton on. And I'm going to tell you something. Because he was such a great man of God, he not only said these words, but he illustrated them. That's why I'm bringing you to this point. Look at what it says in the Bible. The Bible says again in, in Joshua 24, I'm going to begin reading and, um, in verse 14. But prior to that, basically this chapter, he again is doing like Moses did. He's recapping. He's saying, don't you remember these things that God did? And that's a lot of what Moses did in the book of Deuteronomy. He wasn't trying to put the people down. He was trying to help them to understand, don't you remember how God did these things? How powerful he was? Come on, back then it was simple for you to choose, but all of a sudden you start getting a few blessings in your life and man, the choices get a little bit harder, don't they? Well, come on, I don't believe they have to. I believe they don't have to if we can illustrate these three words. Now listen to this. The Bible says, now therefore, verse 14, 24 and 14. It says now, somebody say now. Now. Come on, somebody here's gotta get that word. Now, not tomorrow, not when the bottom breaks out next time. God wants you to get this now, amen. And so the Bible says, now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. Now again, simplicity. God isn't just looking for a cheering section. He isn't just looking for somebody to tell people how great he is. And some of us, were used in that regularly. And I'm not putting that down. But God's looking for somebody to get involved. God's looking for somebody to get in with the plan. And that's where the word serve comes in. Serving has that connotation of I'm giving something. I'm putting some skin in the game. I've got a little investment here. See, folks, there's a few of you right now. There's your dilemma. You've come around this many times. You have saw people who are living for God. And man, there's even been a lump in your throat and, and something in your heart that says, man, I'd like to do that. I'd like to be that victorious. I'd like to have something happen to me like that and get back up and look at them lifting their hands and praising God. You've seen that. Now God is asking you to be a part of that. And so the Bible says that he he mentions that. He says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, ooh, there's that word again. Choose. See, that's what life is really all about, folks. The vast majority of life is living out the choices we make. That's what we do. And I'm going to tell you something. God demands it. There's no neutral people in the kingdom of God. There isn't, folks. We have to choose. And God will bring about situations to where that will happen in the name of Jesus. And so Joshua, again, is bringing the fact known. Come on, you know about God. You've seen him operate. You've seen him do powerful things. Now, you've got to get back to that simple aspect choosing him every day making that choice and making it the first thing that you do when you get up in the morning oh that doesn't mean everything's going to be great because listen to me folks somebody here needs to get this too god isn't going to get you give you what you want you will do that i'm serious there are some people that will work for years, years to get what they want. And then when they get to the end of that trail, they go, man, I thought it'd be bigger than this. I thought it'd last longer than this. I thought this would be the thing I really wanted. No, God doesn't give you what you want. You do that. But what God does is he gives you what you need. That's where our God is. And that's the simple reality. Now, the real dilemma, the real dilemma that we face is that you and I don't know what we need. A lot of times we don't. We think that the easy way is what we need. We think that more is what we need. And God is involved in helping us to develop into something that is going to be powerful in his kingdom. And so that's why Joshua, now listen to this. Joshua said, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. Oh, here's these three words. But as for... Come on, simple words. Come on, when I came into this, one of the first things that God helped me to understand is that not everybody that I was living around wanted this. And so I had to develop these three words. And here's what will help you, sir, ma'am, is if you will begin to say, I can't choose for other folks. I can't make other people live for God. Come on, say them with me. Come on. Simple, right? Come on, simple. That's what we're talking about here today. As for me. That's what Joshua said here. He says, as for me and my house, we will. We will. You see, folks, that's what life is all about. Getting to the place doesn't mean you don't care for everybody else. It doesn't mean that you don't have compassion and a, compassion upon the lost. But the bottom line here, my friend, the bottom line is, what about you? I've been in a Bible study at times and I've talked to people and man, they can come up with all kinds of scenarios. I remember one time I was talking about the plan of salvation and we were talking about repentance, baptism in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. And this young lady, she said, Well, what about my grandmother? Oh, sacred ground, eggshells, all of the above and much more. To her, her grandmother sat right next to Jesus. And I wasn't going to get into that argument. And I told her I wasn't. But after about 15 minutes of discussing it, I finally looked at her and I said, You have been presented the Word of God. And I said, your grandmother's not here anymore. She's dead and gone, and God bless her soul, and she's in the hands of God, and I'm not the judge. But then I looked her right square in the eye, and I said, but what about you? See, that's how God will do you. God will get you to the place where it's a one-on-one, where it's you and Him. And I'm not here to force the issue, because I understand choice. I understand you have to give room for people to choose. But listen to me. This is stuff you and I learned in kindergarten. This is stuff we learned right away when we were real young. And this is what God is trying to bring back, the simplicity of what's what's going on right here this morning, praise God. What do you want? No. Really, what do you need? And this is what God is doing with a simple thing like this. As for me and my house, praise God, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. I'll give you one more example, and there's many of them in the Scripture. Look it up for yourself. But in the 73rd Psalm, let me show you something. And we can get caught up in this scenario. The 73rd Psalm, I want to show you something. Amen. Amen. Because life is observation. Life a lot of times is looking what everybody else is doing. And sometimes, you know, we look at things and we see the unfairness of life and the, you know, sometimes things happen to one person that don't happen to another. And I don't pretend to sit here or stand here this morning and tell you I have all the answers. But I do know one that does. And let me show you something here. The Bible says in chapter number 73 there and i want to begin reading in verse number 1 it says truly god is good to israel even to such as are of a clean heart but as for me my feet were almost gone my steps had nigh or had well nigh slipped and why was that verse number 3 tells you For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. You ever look at this world and say, my goodness, where's God? How come they're getting it and these aren't? Oh, I'm going to tell you something, folks. This will go on for the rest of our days. And the bottom line is sometimes we don't know. You must understand, you know, people's ability to want things can supersede what God really wants to do in their lives. I've seen it over and over and over again. And again, I'm not the judge. I'm just saying that sooner or later it's all gonna come to an end. In fact, I've gotten to a place with the help of the Lord where I am sad for people who have a lot of things, if that's what they're basing their life upon. Because I know it's got a limited time. That's not jealousy talking, folks. That's not me wanting what they have. That's me thanking God for what I do have. That's me understanding, praise God, that what I have, this life that God has given me, will take me beyond the grave. That all of that other stuff, praise God, has a place that it stops. And that's what God, that's what God wants to help us to understand in Jesus' name. You you should read this entire psalm. I don't have time today to do it. But let me highlight it a little bit. He said in verse number 15, 73 and 15, it says, if I say I will speak thus, behold, I shall offend against the generation of thy children. It says, when I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. But look at this. Verse number 17, until... I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. See you must understand in the book of Isaiah the Bible says, and I don't know anybody who can do this but God, but the Bible says in the book of Isaiah that our God declares from the beginning. Try that one. That's more than being 50% right if it's going to rain tomorrow. That's going all the way to the end before it happens and saying, here, I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen and have it come to pass. That's the life that you're choosing. You're choosing life with someone who can do that. And what God wants to help us to do today is to come to that conclusion. Let me show you something, and I'm going to quit here. I, 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 I've got things I could say, but this is, I think, enough for now. But look at the book of of Ecclesiastes. The book of Ecclesiastes is that book right after Proverbs. And it's a a fantastic book. It's it's a book of reflection. It's talking about a king. I've already got one, sis. I already got one. Praise God. But I'll tell you, and it's one that you had. But, you know, Solomon viewed life He took advantage of everything he wanted. And guess what? He had the money to do it. The Bible says he was the richest king that lived in that land at that time. Not only the wisest, but the richest. And so he gave his life to flamboyancy, getting anything and everything he wanted. And let's hear where he came to the conclusion of. Look at this in 12, Ecclesiastes 12, he said let us hear in verse 13, 12 and 13, he said let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. He says fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. He says for God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing whether it be good or whether it be evil. Now, sis, I shouldn't have told you, you come up and help me, OK? Um, I'm telling you right now, today is the day to choose. And the simple truth is, you can. You can choose. You can take a few minutes here today, and I deliberately, I usually preach for a good 50 minutes, and I deliberately have stayed off 10 minutes so that you and I could have time today to contemplate some things. Because I believe that the Lord wants to settle something in a few of your lives. I think this idea of going from catastrophe to catastrophe, to living outside and looking in and seeing people who are getting the blessings of God, that day needs to come to a close. And it needs to close with you coming near to God and beginning to choose the life that He has for you. Now, I want you to be very careful here because you're not going to feel a demand. You're not going to feel somebody grab you by the back of your neck and drag you to an altar. That's not what's going to happen. What you're going to see and what you're going to sense is something is going to begin to fall off of you, a weight. Something that has been plaguing you for years maybe. And it's going to fall off. And you're going to begin to experience, praise God, the simplicity. Praise God of what God wants to do. Praise God. Would you stand with me? Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, folks. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place. His power is absolutely just remarkable, if I can put it that way. Praise God. His, his power is absolutely remarkable in Jesus' name. And God wants to help you right now. He wants to help you to take control, praise God, with His help in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, I tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm believing God for, for, for something to happen here that's going to be supernatural in the name of Jesus. I mean to tell you, Supernatural in the name of Jesus. It's going to happen in Jesus' name. What, what did you do with that song? All, all, all you want. Earth. You're all I want. All I want. Yeah. Praise God! I don't find it in your in your list. Here. I thought you had it. I did. You See, added that. Range, so Praise yes. God! We're going to sing a song that we sang before, folks, and we're going to sing it over again. And I believe the Lord is going to give you greater greater meaning to it in Jesus' name. Amen.